when disaster strikes. Will you be ready? Good evening, and we begin tonight with the monster hurricane and its deadly impact already. When all hope is gone, will the government be there for you? If you're looking for ways to take your prepping to the next level, then you've come to the right place. Broadcasting from a secure and well-prepared location, it's time for Prepping 2.0. And now, please welcome authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Welcome everyone to Prepping 2.0. This is Shelby Gallagher, episode 90. I'm so excited about this topic for the day. But I always have to uh, introduce my co-host, on this show, as well as co-host and live, Glenn Tate. How well, are you? Well, hello, hello. Yes, great to be here. What a great uh, segue, you know, uh, as I put up on the Patreon post about this show. Um, a, a happy patriot couple. Everybody loves that. And uh, that's a good theme for the show because we have a really happy, cool patriot couple as guests. John Jacob Schmidt of Radio Free Redoubt. Well, and a congratulations is yes, in order. They're married. They're yes, recently congratulations. married. Congratulations. Yes. And uh, that's kind of a, a news item in the in the uh, patriot uh, social world, I guess. They would never say such a thing, but uh, a lot of people are very happy for them, including us. Oh, very. And uh, we'll talk more about them. Um, the, the topic, and I should start off by saying, if you are not religious, uh, this may not be the show for you, and that's cool. Um, please listen to our other shows. Um, we're going to talk about, and it's rare, this is not a religious show per se, Shelby and I are Christians, and it informs everything in our life, and we thought at episode 90, and now I'm sort of not proud of myself about this, at episode 90 on a topic of prepping, we thought it might be good to explore what Shelby and I believe to be the most important thing in prepping. Yeah, we waited 90 episodes to come <laughs> to the actual important topic. And that is um, spiritual warfare. There is such a thing. Um, and that's, you know, God and Satan fighting each other through people on earth. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about, you know, summoning laser beams out of our eyes to like shoot down government helicopters or anything bizarre like that. We're talking about spiritual warfare that's Shelby and I have experienced, mm. John Jacob Schmidt and Lady Liberty have experienced. And then a second part is something that I was listening to Radio Free Redoubt and John Jacob Schmidt and Lady Liberty uh, share segment four of that. It was episode 20-21, segment four. And they said some stuff that blew my mind and I wanted to have them on to talk about it. And that is, and this is going to sound maybe vague until you hear them explain it, but it's allowing your enemies to repent um, it's very heavy and it's something I personally struggle with because I'm more in the smiting my enemies mode <laughs> than the uh, <laughs> allowing them to repent mode. So it was very good for me to hear that. And I thought, you know, a lot of you guys would benefit from that. So we'll do that. And then, of course, in the after show, which is available to Patreon sponsors, find out more about that on prepping 2 zero.com. Patreons who support us on this show uh, get to ask questions of our guests and they have great questions and comments, and they have some for um, JJS, I'll call them. John Jacob Schmitz, just too long of a thing to say, JJS and Lady Liberty. And so we'll do that. So that's the topic and the guests. Shelby, do you have some stuff to tell folks about? I do. And I will say this really quick. Um, we have four of us here on this on this interview today. There's really five. And I noticed this a couple of episodes ago. You're going to be like, what's that sound in the background? There's nothing we can do about it. It's our chickens. Yeah. So there's 14 <laughs> of them. So uh, it's, Yeah. And yeah. there's nothing I can do about it. So enjoy the noise in the background. But um, <laughs> yeah, I always encourage people to go to our website. We keep everything, all things prepping 2.0 there if you look under shop there's our uh, merchandise we've updated all of that we're going to update it some more here in the next few weeks um, and that dovetails really well into the topic of goodie bags if you are a patreon supporter you have either received your goodie bag or it's very close to being in your hands and we're getting a lot of just really positive feedback from people who've, who have enjoyed what we've sent them as a thank you these are things that we some some merchandise that we've put together that's prepping 2.0 and it's a big thank you gift that we send to our supporters every year and it was a big project yeah on or about july 1st um folks who are patreons on that date and reply to an email um get a goodie bag it varies in size based on your support level bernie sanders hates that and we don't care and um really <laughs> cool stuff in there and then there's this is round one july 1st at the end of the year actually the very beginning of 2021, if the United States of America still exists, we're going to be sending out our annual thumb drives. And it's a little thumb drive, very nice, 
that has all the shows from 2020 on it in an MP3 format. So no matter what, what uh, uh, Podbean or iTunes or Patreon even does to us, you guys will always have these shows. And it's another way of saying thank you. So twice a year you get stuff by being a Patreon between 2 and $20 a month. Uh, and you get access to the after show and a bunch of other cool stuff. Uh, when we're in your town, we let Patreons know. We go out to dinner with them and stuff. It's really a lot of fun. So anyway, that's the goodie bags and the thumb drives. And then what's another thing? Well, and let me add to that. If you are interested in becoming a Patreon supporter, again, there's a link to it on our website. But um, also on our website is our friends and affiliates tab. Though I, I get people reaching out to me a lot asking, hey, do you have a coupon code for this company? Do you have a coupon code? Do you have a link? All of that is over there. We have some great sponsors and affiliates that we love. And I believe John Jacob Smith is over there, too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Amron should be yeah. on there. We'll yep. talk about that in a moment. Yeah. And it's like we say, friends and affiliates. It isn't like just just sponsors. I mean, these are just it started off as the as the cool friends project on my book site, 299 days. And these are just cool people I met because of the books. And I just put their websites up and then it's it's evolved into something else. But um, it's a good place if you're looking for stuff great place to start your search, I would say. And then we have sponsors. We have four great sponsors. We have uh, EMP Shield. They make a device that uh, you wire into something and it protects that something, whether it's a car or a generator or a house or a solar um, generator from EMP effects. Yes, it really works. Google it. Um, And then we have um, New Mana, which is freeze-dried uh, large portion, family size portion, uh, freeze dried food last 25 plus years. It's not the mountain house stuff, but it's more of an individual size. It's kind of the, the deep preps, that layer of your preps, you know, I mean, you got you some home canning and then you eat variety of other things. And then you've got the freeze dried stuff. Do that. We have a uh, Katie armor, come and take it armor, C A T I come and take it armor. And then we also have backwoods home, which is a great magazine on prepping and self-reliance that comes out every quarter and is pretty much a reference book. It's like four times a year you get cool articles on how to do stuff, and it's just a really neat magazine. And then, Shelby, top 100 list. Tell folks what that is. Top 100 list seems to be these days a shopping list. (laughs) (laughs) Again, if you go to our website in the lower right-hand corner, it says top 100 things that disappear in a collapse based on those who experienced the Bosnian collapse. And we are on number 72. And it is rain gear, rain ponchos, all of those, all kinds of rain gear. Um, During the Bosnian collapse, that seemed to be a problem. And um, so, yeah, stock up on those. This is a great time of year. Summertime's a great time to do it because this is when people are camping and all of those things are much more readily available and on sale. So stock up on those and stick those in your in your preps. And if you've ever been out in the field when it's pouring down rain, the difference between Gore-Tex that costs a little bit more money or, you know, those little stadium, football stadium, you know, f- four Ponchos. millimeter <laughs> nylon things. Uh, it's apples and aardvarks, as my friend Bill used to say. The difference is apples instead of apples and oranges, apples and aardvarks. And uh, y- you got to have high quality, especially we're in Western Washington, especially here in a lot of places in the south and elsewhere. It rains a lot, too. And if you're going to be outside way more than you think. Um, and so consider that and a lot. And the good news is a lot of tactical companies, and that's sort of where I think tactically um, have a lot of Gore-Tex jackets and pants, gaiters that go over your boots and protect the water from coming in your boots when you're slugging around the wet shrubs of Western Washington, for example, is another good thing. So really put time and energy instead of getting that eighth set of Woodland BDUs. Um, that are on sale, um, save your money and get yourself some real rain gear. Well, and if I can add this to you, I, my, my background with rain gear and that, and that whole line of stuff is backpacking in the Rocky mountains, uh, being w- dry can be the difference between hypothermia or not. Cause you do not want to get wet. And then the temperature drop that right there is just a recipe for a nine one one call. Yeah. Yeah. And in 299 days, I want to say in book eight, Uh, Rain plays a big factor when the good guys are on the march and the bad guys who have no spirit and no equipment 
um, are sitting under overpasses trying to stay dry, which gave the good guys who had Gore-Tex quite the tactical advantage. Yes. And you'll have to read and see what happens, but I think you can figure it out. <laughs> well, okay. So now we have our guests. And as I always say, this is the part of the show everybody actually wants to listen to. We have John Jacob Schmidt and Lady Liberty. Yes, indeed, they are married. I'll let them introduce themselves, but I'll give you a little background first. I'll start with JJS. Uh, he is... The uh, the strong man, authoritarian dictator at. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. He's the guy who runs Radio Free Redoubt. And it's a great podcast. It's a great website. It's a great and show. Yeah, he's yeah. on radio, too. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Radio show. The Redoubt, of course, is the Western U.S., the good parts. He can explain what the Redoubt is. And then he's also he has dual roles. He's also the uh, the guy in chief at uh, Amron, American Redoubt Radio Operators Network, AMRRON.com, which is a Patriot ham radio network. I'm a proud member. Um, it's absolutely worth it. The forums are cool. He, can, I mean, they do great things. He can talk about it. And Lady Liberty, not to be outdone, is uh, very involved in the Liberty State movement. By the way, we have our Liberty State flag flying on our greenhouse here mm -hmm. in Western Washington. We hope that when Liberty State, which is Eastern Washington, becomes its own state, the constitutional, lawful, and peaceful way, I may add, um, that they're going to annex um, our five-acre parcel. So it'll be like <laughs> Eastern Washington and then our five-acre parcel in Western Washington. We're not asking for much. We feel like it's pretty reasonable. We've earned it, right? That's right. And she's also, uh, she, she, um, she does the Political Church Podcast, which is great, which is some of the stuff we're going to be talking about kind of is the topic on political church. And then she, and that used to be Liberty state radio, but now political church podcast and Liberty state radio have kind of combined into one podcast. So there you go. Well, why don't you guys tell folks more about yourself and how they can contact you? And then we'll get into some pretty meaty, big topics. Who would you, who would you like to go first? Oh, how about you? You started what the, Hey, all right. Uh, well, thank you for the introduction and thank you guys for the opportunity to, to be on Prepping 2.0. Uh, and uh, great job, great work taking preppers to the next level. That's, uh, that's no small task, but it's a, ne a necessary one. And uh, you guys are just doing a, a great job as well. And so, yeah, this is yep. a, we've got a lot of stuff that we could talk about. We could, you know, I look forward to uh, the opportunity of filling up two hours, which yeah. is uh, going to go fast. There we go. And Lady Very Liberty, good. tell everybody about yourself. Well, yeah, and, and uh, first of all, Congratulations for having chickens. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So the fact that the fact that they're in the background, I mean, I just say uh, thumbs up to you guys for having those. That's that's an excellent preparedness item. So, um, yeah. Uh, gosh, you guys have done an awesome job as well. And uh, as you know, it's a it's a constant battle, and uh, we all have to stay vigil. So that's um, gosh, it's been fourteen years that I've been working really, really hard full time on all of this stuff. So yeah, um, it's, it's looking at right now. It's not looking so great, but, um, that's what we're all about right now is calling the people to get involved and, um, step up and do their part and, and whatever they can do to contribute. It's absolutely necessary right now. So, so that's yeah, we, uh, uh, my focus a little bit, but Oh, go ahead, JJ. This, this has been uh, quite a quite a journey. Uh, I've run Radio Free Redoubt, which is a a, a weekly podcast every Sunday. Uh, now over nine years, June fifth was our nine year anniversary, hmm. and I started it as uh, something that was kind of reminiscent of Radio Free Europe or Radio Liberty during the Cold War, while. Uh, people who wanted freedom were trapped behind the Iron Curtain, you know, in occupied territory, and they longed for freedom. And and but that that voice of uh, encouragement and hope uh, always, you know, made its way across the Iron Curtain uh, to those, uh, you know, those the oppressed. And so that's how I wanted to start Radio Free Redoubt as being broadcast from Patriot territory from, you know, into the occupied zones uh, for folks that see what's happening in our country, the direction that we're headed. And, you know, I've seen this, a lot of us have seen this nine, 10 years ago or longer. And now we're seeing 
the kind of the culmination of, of all of that. Well, we were saying, if we continue on this trajectory, we're headed for a, a potential, you know, conflict, uh, internal conflict, civil war. Uh, if we continue to allow the degradation of our nation, well, here we are. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the things that we were being accused of being conspiracy theorists for, you know, 10 years ago now are in our headlines. Uh, you know, the people that are within our own government are calling for the destruction of it and our system. So so what I've always tried to do is uh, encourage people to strategically relocate to strong conservative areas if they're able to and if they prayerfully, you know, consider that and it's right for them to strengthen those areas as we become more balkanized that when, when things finally break, snap, that they are positioned strategically in an area that's more demographically uh, or less demographically hostile toward them and uh, where they can strengthen those strong areas. So that weekly podcast has had turned into within a few years, it turned into a radio show uh, every Saturday. I was on Patriot radio with Matt as his co-host for a long time. And then uh, Matt Shea, I mean, Mm -hmm. on Patriot radio. And so, uh, after I, I branched off and started running my own show, the station manager has uh, actually just recently reached out to us and asked if we could. Oh, this is a new announcement. Go for it. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, we will begin a, a weekly, a, a weekday mornings, each weekday from 7 a.m. to 7.30. So the morning commute. JJS and Lady Liberty on the Liberty Broadcasting System. So that'll be on the AM and FM dial out of Spokane plus live streaming. Nice. Station management has reached out to us and said, we, uh, the times that we're living in, the message that you guys have, people need to hear. Very good. Station management has uh, received uh, several Request from listeners, what can we do about getting John Jacob on, uh, you know, daily? Nice. And uh, so they reached out. They reached out to me. Now, since then, my bride, (laughs) the woman that the Lord has blessed me with, Lady Liberty, uh, has joined me uh, since probably January, February, in segment four of Radio Free Redoubt, the, the weekly Sunday show. So she will be joining me on that because the dynamics and the energy between us is just, it's just been phenomenal. And the, the listeners, they love, they love the interaction. They love the energy that we have with each other. So we will be coast and co-host on that morning commute daily, you know, weekday, uh, uh, uh show. Well, we're, we're calling it the, the morning commute with JJS and Lady Liberty. So it'll be, uh, Daily, and then we'll still have the Saturday morning show on from nine to nine thirty uh, on that same broadcasting system. Hey JJS, can I ask so, you a quick yeah. question? Um, yeah, I um, and we you and I and we always skip over this. The Redoubt. If people don't know what it is, what is the Redoubt? What's the American Redoubt, and where are some of the other Redoubts? Because it's a it's a Swiss word, and if you're not familiar with it, the whole show people are going to be going, "What's this crazy Redoubt thing?" So, what is the Redoubt? All right, it's R-E-D-O-U-B-T. It's a silent B, so redoubt. Uh, yeah, the uh, well, a redoubt is a safe haven, a fallback position. It is a defensible um, safe safe haven. Like in the medieval times, a redoubt would be a castle where the people from the from the village would fall back within the walls, defensible walls, uh, when you know when the bad guys came. And uh, this is kind of their, their Alamo, their last stand. Well, uh, in fast forward to the early uh, 19th or 20th century, when faced with the, uh, the threat of Germany, uh, the Swiss developed a national security, uh, a national security program called the Swiss Redoubt. And there was a plan for all of the citizens to be armed. And if invaded, they would blow the mountain passes and the tunnels and everything else. It was extremely rugged, mountainous terrain. So it was called the Swiss Redoubt. 
national security program. Uh, it was like a civil defense. And matter of fact, it was it was so effective that it detoured the it deterred the, the Germans from invading. So anyway, that inspired the concept for a uh, I mean, we all know kind of a uh, grandfather of prepping, uh, James Wesley Rawls, uh, you know, who wrote probably one of the first real prepper novels out there, you know, um, Patriots, a novel of the uh, coming collapse. Well, in his website, he wrote an article about nine and a half years ago, and it was titled A Call for the American Redoubt, uh, noting the decline, the rapid degradation of political climate and the social social political state of America and where we're headed. And he said, I, you know, I propose that conservative Christian uh, proper minded people start strategically thinking about relocating, especially away from the outer, the, the larger cities. And he said, I, I personally recommend there are several places, but he said, I personally recommend uh, the states of Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, and Eastern Oregon, and Eastern Washington. And he says, I further propose to call this the American Redoubt. <laughs> and I said, uh, what the heck is a redoubt? Never even heard of the word before. So I chewed on this for a while. And um, I, I came to the conclusion that there seemed to be less and less interest in fixing our country. Uh, I, I saw a time coming when Voting our way out of this might not ever be an option. And, uh, and that after having studied internal conflicts from around the world, knowing that once things go, they accelerate very quickly, like what we're seeing. Mm -hmm. And uh, we better be in position. So I started Radio Free Redoubt to promote the American Redoubt concept. And now... The American Redoubt is the inland Pacific Northwest, essentially. But there are others that we call like upstate New York. It's the same thing as eastern western Washington, night and day. It's dark and light. It is uh, uh, the, up in the northern, the mountains of the Adirondacks. We, we refer to it as the Adirondack Redoubt, where people are moving strategically to get further and further away from the, uh, from the city, where it is very conservative and very rural up there. The Appalachian Redoubt as well. Uh, people are moving uh, into the Smoky Mountains, into the Appalachians. They're getting away from the large built-up city areas. They're moving into areas that are very conservative. Texas was a major redoubt for especially businesses. People were moving from California, from Colorado, uh, to to go to places that are you know, less and less uh, hostile toward toward uh, capitalism and had more freedom. But now we've seen, you know, Texas targeted. They're turning purple, if not blue. Now at this point, they're right on the edge of teetering. Mm -hmm. um, so the whole concept really is for, for uh, Christian patriots, conservative Christian patriots. If they, they want to, um, they want to hold to or restore those traditional American ideals and and values and, and the American JJ, JJS. Sorry to Republic. do this. Sorry to do this. We always have to interrupt folks and let everybody know this is the end of segment one. But we have look good news segment two coming yeah. up. So stick with us, everybody. We're going to hear more from John Jacob Schmidt and Lady Liberty. Stick around. We'll be right back with more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Shelby Gallagher and Glenn Tate right after this. Prepping 2.0 is about that next level of prepping. One of the key 2.0 items to have is bulletproof body armor plates. I used to think body armor was too tactical for a regular guy like me, but it isn't. Give yourself, your family, and your team an unfair advantage when bullets are flying. Body armor used to be expensive and hard to get, not anymore. KD Armor, and that stands for come and take it, makes solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. KD Armor is the place to get it. C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT. 
When the grid goes down, darkness will descend fast. Used to be there was nothing you could do about an EMP, electromagnetic pulse, or CME, coronal mass ejection. Now you can protect your electronics, protect your family, thanks to EMP Shield. EMP Shield invented a simple to install device that prevents whatever's connected to it from frying in an EMP or CME, and it costs just a few hundred dollars. EMP Shield has been tested by independent laboratories and passed muster with the government, which has ordered lots of them. Google EMP Shield and see for yourself. And save some money. Get a $50 discount per device. Go to prepping2-o.com, click on the Friends and Affiliates page, then click on the EMP Shield logo. At checkout, use coupon code PREPPING2.0. It's all one word. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Looking to meet other like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own prepper group? Already have a group? Join PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet has gathered the biggest names in the industry to help unite preppers everywhere. Join John Jacob Schmidt, Scott Hunt, Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy, Glenn Tate, Shelby Gallagher, Charlie Hogwood, Samuel Culper, Survivor Jane, Rick Austin, Franklin Horton, Ryan Mitchell, and Brian Duff. Our team is united. Check us out at PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. PrepperNet.com Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps. Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love Numana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO. Also, organic meals are available. Numana comes in family-style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years. The perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering. You can get a sample of Numana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP. Go to Numana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website. Give it a try. Numana.com. That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. And we're back with more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Welcome back, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher, and we are just getting started. We're just warming up. This is this is what I love about hanging out with um, John Jacob Schmidt and Lady Liberty. They're friends of ours. Oh yeah, we've spent personal time with them. So this is like this is this is what it's like when you hang with <laughs> us. So, um, but Lady Liberty, you wanted we wanted to get some more. We've heard a lot about the Redoubt, and we've heard a lot about what the inspiration was for um, Amron and the American Redoubt. Tell us more about what you're working on right now. Okay, well, so um, this all came about um, through a very long process. I won't go into all those details, but um, uh, it started seriously 14 years ago. And um, the, the beginning of that was honestly, it was a biblical scripture that threw me into it. And um, the scripture was uh, basically said that God looked for somebody that would stand in the gap on behalf of the land and he found nobody. And that just broke my heart. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's horrible. Could you imagine God looking for somebody that would actually stand on his behalf and found nobody? And so I, I, I kind of just remember saying a prayer like, you know what, Lord, if you ever need me, you can call on me and I will stand for you fearlessly. I will stand in the gap on your behalf, you know. And so, um, boy, well. Did you, have you read the rest of your Bible? What happens when people do that? Let's let's ask Jonas how that. Okay, um, wow. So seriously, like like almost immediately after that, um, I got thrown into more or less uh, defense of livestock and, and animal rights because of this National Animal Identification System that started in Washington, and so this is 2006, and um, and so I got heavily involved into. Um, that whole anti-NACE thing, because mm-hmm. what they wanted to do with the animals was they wanted to RFID microchip all of them, and every animal from your parakeet to even your fish you were raising in your fish pond. So, I mean, go figure on that one. So, that was like, um, that to me reminded me of my college researches as to the industrialization of the food supply that happened in Russia. And so I went, yeah, this is this is a fascist system. This is not going to happen in the United States. If, I, if, I, if I'm standing here and can breathe, I'm going to stand in the gap. And this, I think, could be my calling, right? And so uh, so I did. I pretty much, oh, my gosh, I had a horse farm and a huge uh, horse breeding, professional breeding program and, and training program. And 
And I, I more or less just threw that all on the back burner because I went, I'm called. Hmm. I need to stand in the gap. And so, so I did. And, um, and so I organized, I, 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 I threw together a, just more or less ended up being about 1200 people that organized behind this anti-NACE thing in my local area. And our group was the first one to do anti-NACE protests across the whole nation. And then I just, it, it kept just going and going, um, to where, uh, all of our research and all of our outreach and networking went across the whole nation. And it took collectively about three years to get everybody on board, but, but the whole entire ag community across the United States got on board and beat it back. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so the, the most interesting point of that, I think, was that the active people, the people that got most of the work done were women. Because mm-hmm. what we found in this networking of sharing all of our documents and, and everything that we dug up uh, was that the men were typically at work while their wives were at home on the farms, tending the farms and taking care of the farms because the farms don't really produce enough income anymore. So mm-hmm. so the women were keeping up on all this. And and so I, I, I was really impressed with that fact alone that, that I think that the reason why it got kicked back for so many years was because of the effort of the American women out there on the farm. So I was very impressed with that. So, um, so then what happened was uh, because I was already doing all this research and, and leading this huge movement of, of anti-NACE across the nation through websites and whatnot, um, I kept researching because my research dug up that this, this, this NACE system originated with the United Nations. And, and so they had already basically established this in all the other, like the EU and, and Australia. And, and, uh, and so then my research just kind of kept leading me back to the United Nations. Every problem that I started investigating brought me back to the UN. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're the cause of all of these problems, all of our Second Amendment issues, all of everything is originating with these dictates that we're following from the United Nations. And it totally blew me away. So, um, so like, gosh, I had so I had just stacks and stacks and stacks of research I had done on the UN, and uh, I ended up writing a book uh, called "The Perils of Sustainable Development" and condensed it all down to where it's just bare bones. It's like oh, 192 pages of just more or less facts and reference, facts and reference, facts and reference, and and um, uh, I had. A senator pick up my book and start. Uh, he started. He he got it from me in bulk, and so he started handing it out to all his other, um, you know, associates and other elected officials, telling them you need to read this. And and as it turned out, this same senator ended up working uh, on the elect Trump uh, Trump campaign, and and Trump asked him. He said, "So so, what do you think of?" Uh, what do you think of being a developer in Washington state? And he said, well, I know I'm, I am a developer. He goes, and it's terrible. The, the regulations are stifling and uh, you can't get anything done. You can't, you know, nothing. And, and so then he asked me, he said, so he asked the Senator, he goes, well, so what do you think of agenda 21, which is basically the backbone that is the government structure for the United nations is agenda 21. And, uh, and so, uh, he said, well, I've got the book for you to read. And if you read this book, you'll know exactly where I stand because I totally agree with it. And so he, he handed him a copy of my book. Mm. And um, so um, so then um, from there, uh, I, was, I was heavily involved in leading property rights groups. Well, a group that um, out here in eastern Washington, we were getting just nailed time and time again with all these agenda 21 issues. And so, uh, what, what my property rights group and I did was we stood on the constitution constantly. I mean, we, boy, we fought that back so hard and we just, we, we clung, we stuck so hard to the constitution and we nailed them every single time on it. And so, um, we didn't, we did an awful lot of really good work just by doing that and not getting drug into this, idea that you've got to understand their lingo and get drug into their 
their dog and pony show courts, you know, I mean, it's like, uh, we were, we said, nope, we're not going to get drug into that. We're going to stick to the law because what you guys are doing is absolutely illegal. And, um, and so we were able to fend off huge amounts of issues just by doing that. And, um, and so then I, um, uh, I got involved in the Liberty State movement uh, with Representative Shea and also John Jacob Schmidt. We were all on the committee. And so uh, that kind of just evolved into um, uh, helping direct and being in charge of media relations and posting all the updates and chronicles and articles and and led to Liberty State Radio so we could keep people updated weekly. And, uh, and so from there, uh, I've, I've actually, I've, I've actually left that movement to strictly do the political church because I felt this huge calling from the Lord to, uh, to call the church, to call the church and tell them to get on board because, because essentially what the law ends up being is Mosaic law anyway. This is God's law. I mean, and if you if you feel that that's not true, I mean, ask yourself, you know, do you believe it's okay to murder? Do you believe it's okay to steal? Do you believe it's okay to lie? You know, all of these things, these are God's laws. And, and so when they're applied to law passed by, you know, through the Constitution and down through the local, uh, you know, even your legislatures and then down to your local levels, they all come from the same origin. And so so what I was trying to describe in my Liberty State radio podcast was uh, biblically, the, uh, the biblical law that Jesus gave us was love God and love your brother, right? And so I tried to elaborate on what that looks like in government, right? How, how does the government and the legislators love the brother, through what they're passing. And, and so that more or less comes down to, well, uh, if you love your brother, you're going to help him prosper. You're, you're not going to regulate his business out of business, right? You're not going to, you're not going to tax him so much that he has no money for his family or for the things that he needs to do. You're going to help him by passing laws that make him more prosperous, that make it easy easier for him and his family to survive, right? And so these are just kind of the standards that, uh, you know, whether people want to believe it or not, they're, they're biblical dictates from the Lord, and it, and it stretches all the way across to 2020, you know? So, um, so we're just kind of describe that, you know, um, we want to honor that, and this is a Christian nation. This is absolutely a Christian nation. And, and so God is order also, you know, God is order and the the removal of God is absolute utter chaos. And so, um, we don't even want to go down that path. Right. But so anyway, so that's, that's kind of where this has all ended up with, uh, the political church and, and me putting out the call to the church to say, you know what, uh, Christians, it's time to walk your faith. It's time. If you believe what you read in that Bible, it's applied out here right now in our daily lives. And, and we're calling you to get out there. This is no longer just a spiritual battle because the enemy who are the communists, their bottom line is actually a war with God. Their bottom line is the Karl Marx statement, which says, uh, my goal in life is to dethrone God and destroy capitalism. And that right there by dethroning God, you take out God, and destroy capitalism, that destroys your prosperity and it destroys your order. So you end up yep. with nothing but chaos and poverty, which is exactly the histor- the history of communism everywhere it has ever shown up. And so that is seriously bringing the connection between the spiritual and the physical battle right to our front door. And mm-hmm. right now it's, it's the enemy basically calling the Christians out to battle. And this is the battlefield, right? It's politics, it's government, and it's their, what we're looking at right now. So that's what the, the political church is all about. Calling, calling the church to walk your faith, get out there, put on the armor of God, and get busy. 
So well, that's, and that's, that's a, more or less that in a nutshell. Lady Liberty, that is, yeah, no, and and believe me, we know because we've we've had you over for dinner and stuff. There's there's more to it, and that was as succinct as humanly possible because it's a great story. We we wanted to focus on spiritual warfare, and I think you set the stage very well for that, Lady Liberty. And so this is for JJS or Lady Liberty. What is spiritual warfare? How do you see it? What are some examples in your daily life that you see of this? And we have we have about uh, we have about 15 minutes in this segment. We'll end up, of course, taking it in the after mm-hmm. show like we always do. So what's spiritual warfare and what should specifically especially, our especially audience? Now, and especially now, current, yeah. you know, what's happening all around us that. Yeah. yeah. And of course, our audience, you know, they're they're preppers and they're most of them, the second level, the 2.0 preppers. You know, what does spiritual warfare mean to them? Because like I said, and I wasn't kidding, I was actually humbling myself. In our opinion, Shelby and I's opinion, um, spiritual warfare is the biggest component. It's not having fresh water and it's not, I mean, it's it's not having a really great radio. Um, Being on the right side of the spiritual warfare that's going on um, is... You know, it's the game changer. But anyway, I don't I don't want to steal your thunder. What's spiritual warfare, guys? Take it away. Okay, you go, JJ. <laughs> He's thinking. The wheel is turning. Dot dot dot. There, you there go. we go. There, there we go. Yeah, the mute I button. On. To, uh, yeah. I was trying to unmute. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, We've done talk. it. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, great job, uh, Lady Liberty, as usual. It really did set the stage. Um, yeah, what is spiritual warfare? Uh, it is. Uh, that's a great question. I'm trying to think of how to articulate that. Uh, essentially, it is the, the the dark forces that are trying to dismantle everything that makes us who we are as as uh, sons of God, as uh, believers who are, here's, here's something, uh, somebody said something very profound, uh, about a month ago, we were counseling with some pastors and one of them is a husband and wife, uh, that, that said that, you know, Israel and the United States are the only two countries ever to exist that were formed specifically to, to serve God and to advance God's kingdom and to be his people. And America uh, was, was founded that way as by Christians. And, you know, Israel was founded by uh, the Hebrews and the, the uh, Abraham's offspring. You will be a nation. I'm going to you know make you more than the, the, the sand and the, uh, you know, the number, the grains of sand. And so, uh, we have seen a massive battle against both of those nations since they were, since they were formed at the beginning. And so uh, right now we have George Soros who assisted with the murdering of Jews mm-hmm. by, by assisting those who were murdering Jews <clears throat> now in his older age, specifically said the biggest barrier to uh, global justice and order is the United States. Mm-hmm. That's a barrier to his goal. Okay. That is, that is the manifestation of the spiritual war of spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare are uh, doctrines, demonic doctrines. It's, it's uh, from a Christian's perspective, it's, it's Satan's attempt to rob from the kingdom, uh, from God's kingdom, of people, of souls, and of advancing God's kingdom. Anything to disrupt that is spiritual warfare, um, and uh, it, it could just be through uh, defeatist attitudes. And um, uh, well, it's like Lady Liberty said, the government right now, when they're not loving their brother. They're when they're taking land from people because they put a pond on it and they fine them until the fines reach the the uh, value of the property and then they confiscate it. That's called coveting, right? And then when they take it, that's called stealing. Mm-hmm. And our laws, our constitution, was put 
put in place to prevent that from happening. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, uh, anyway, the, the, the Christian foundation of that, I, I think that Lady Liberty is, you know, more articulate when it comes to, you know, explaining this. But to me, that's what it is. That's what spiritual warfare is, is uh, the essentially the, the, the stealing of who we are as a Christian nation. Um, and, and in the context that I'm using it with what we're facing right now, uh, turning on children against our values and ideals. Most of the children uh, that are products of this, and Lenin said, you know, give, give me your, give me this generation uh, of, uh, of youth and, you know, Seeds that I sow will not be able to be undone. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's what's happening. They took over our education system to get in, to get the minds and the hearts and the souls of our children, to turn them against everything we value. Now you have children who think that their parents or grandparents are completely whacked out, um, that uh, the system has failed and, and the, the Constitution is, is a failure and, and everything else. Uh, and turning against it, they're they're calling for the implementation of a system, Marxism, globalism, Marxism, and Islam, uh, both at war against God, against Christianity, against uh, our, our fundamental values that make make us who we are. So well, they're doing a very good job at that. That is spiritual warfare. Well, that spiritual warfare manifested in the physical world. Absolutely. And if I can add to that, because because I think we would agree, I'm just adding to what you're saying, because I absolutely agree with you, John Jacob. I think the battle is uh, is for the hearts and souls. Um, Satan's yep. Satan, the evil, whoever, however you want to say that, his goal is to destroy lives and destroy hearts and to take lives and to take hearts. He's done that through uh, the education system. Um, try talking yep. to a high school graduate about the the perils of Marxism. They will tell you how awesome it is. So it's a, not only just turning away from capitalism in our constitution; it's embracing Marxism. Um, when you right. look, when I look at what we you know the footage that we see out of uh, some of these riots on the streets, and I see this crazed look of an Antifa or BLM protester as 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 they commit crazy violence and they enjoy it. That to me is a manifesting and the cat and that weird to me, I look at that. I'm like, just like you, that's the, that's the battlefield right there, but it's for the hearts and souls. God wants life. He wants prosperity. He wants freedom of thought. He wants, God is yep. all of those things. Satan wants to upset that. And Glenn wanted to add to that too. And we only have five minutes. That's the Jeez thing. Louise, Jeez. What just happened there? Um, I know. <laughs> no, it's such a big topic. Well, one of the ways um, I, I cast this, this topic in the current times and relate it to prepping is that you have to understand at some level, if you're a prepper, that you're not just going up against um, people who want to take your food. Okay. Yes. There are people who want to take your food and that's something you need to physically, practically they have, want to take your, uh, they want to take your life and right. take your life and all that and take your freedom. But you need to understand that there's a backdrop to this that you can't see. And then it's not just, one person who just wants your pop tarts. I mean, I'm trying to be facetious here, but I mean, it's not just that there's more to it. And I think that, uh, that Satan is all about telling men who are of course, men and women, obviously who are fallible and sinners, just like all four of us on this call are that they can be God. They can do great things and they can replace God. They can supplant God. They can take God out of the equation and a person can be like God and the way they really, and the way Satan, I think, as it relates to what we're talking about, really preys on people's minds is especially um, when it comes to things like so-called science, like, oh, science, you know, or, or politics or Marxism, you can have it all. You can have a system where everybody has all they want and everybody treats everybody really well. Cause that's starting to sound like heaven, but it's heaven by man not by God. So it's this idea that Satan is in all these different, uh, the ways it plays out, these permutations, telling people that they can have, they can be godlike. And, and, you know, you mentioned, you know, Shelby, the crazed Antifa person. Well, that crazed Antifa person wants, you know, heaven on earth or is just carrying out his or her, you know, own terrible, sinful, violent 
tendencies. And so that's the connection I wanted to instill in people. Well, it's, and and yeah. that message of Satan has been played out time. If you've read your Bible, yeah. it's the same promise, same empty promise every time. Different settings. And, and we're going to, we only have like three minutes on this what show, on the regular show. So if we can at all, you guys, and I know that we only have a couple minutes. How, how do you, how do you offer forgiveness when you have someone who wants to take your heart and mind and maybe even your life? I mean, in three minutes. (laughs) At the same time, don't let them and, and, you know, don't let them take your stuff. And this, of course, is going to go into the after show, but just wet people's appetite for what's going to go on in the after show on this, uh, allowing your enemies to repent situation. Uh, Yeah, I, 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 uh, Lady Liberty really nailed this. Um, in segment four of, you know, our, one of our most recent shows. And, you know, how do you love your enemy? Well, you love your enemy by calling them to repentance mm-hmm. because we are not doormats. We are heavily armed. We're highly trained. Uh, we're networked. And we will defend our country. We will defend our lives. But we are pleading with them to turn the other way, to explain to them that Marxism is a lie, Communists lie. They always have. They are now, and they always will. They're being lied to. Calling to. I've called Antifa, BLM. You guys are being played. You guys are being used as tools by a system that is going to grind you up when they're done with you, just like they did with the brown shirts in Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. Turn away from the system. Open your mind up. Now these people are irrational. You cannot reason with them. But if we just reach a few to get them to think twice about what they've been fed, then then that's the best that we can do. But we are prepared to resist them to the end if we're if we're forced to. But uh, Lady right, Liberty, go ahead. We well, only have a we only have a few seconds, guys. That, um, where this nexus that we're seeing between uh, the spiritual and the physical right now is that uh, spiritually, who is the father of lies? It yep. is Satan. It is Satan, and that is. That is the bottom line. That okay, so I'm going to stop. Sorry, I'm going to stop you. Sorry, guys. I'm going to yeah. stop you right there. At that, but I'm going to stop you on the bottom line. We have to leave everyone hanging, folks. So much good meaty stuff here. I want to leave you with our final thought that we always leave you with every week from Benjamin Franklin: "Failing to prepare is preparing to fail." Everyone have a great week, and we'll check everybody out and the after show. You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Shelby Gallagher and Glenn Tate. All of the fun and easy prepping information heard on this podcast can be found online at prepping2-0.com. You can also find out more about Glenn's books online at 299days.com and about Shelby's books online at agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared. Be prepared.